welcome to another episode of the Ball and Foot Podcast after a toothache birthday hiatus from uh, your co-host <laughs> here. Uh, we're back, um, and uh, I'm Daniel, and I'm joined as always by Jason. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm good. Uh, we had a good pre-show uh, talk just because we haven't really talked in a while. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, well, I think uh, you know this episode can be uh, appropriately titled holy shit we won <laughs> oh my god i mean we broke a 30 year record yep we are above 40 points and then, and then unbroken <laughs> yeah yeah we have 42 points now we're gonna stay up and everybody can oh, quit Jesus. complaining about that you know so hey to be fair we were probably staying yeah. up anyway right. because a lot had to happen yeah right but with the season being the season, I think everyone was still worried that it was all probably going to fall into place if we didn't win another game. For sure, and especially when our manager was on like a twenty match winless streak. You know? Oh my god, how sad too! Like that, literally, like we had a ninety nine percent chance of staying up, but we didn't think that we would win six more games in the season because of how bad we've been mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, like that is how how low we have fallen mm-hmm. like we already knew this going in but just like the conversations around oh well we'll probably we might still get regulated <laughs> relegated at like this stage in the season is just absolutely appalling mm-hmm. i mean well, i mean consider though that three of our last four games are against top four teams so i mean like there was i mean maybe True. we can get some points against nottingham Forest. Maybe, I yeah I yeah we kind of we're over the hump now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the last uh, great thing that we had to look forward yeah. to or not look forward to. Uh, that was keeping any sort of attention on the rest of the season. I've I, I've checked out of like several of the last games that we played, including the win. And um, yeah, I'm just ready for next season. Yeah, at this point, I am too. I am too. I think uh, I'll watch this last match at the soccer fields because I wasn't. My daughter was playing, so I was watching the, the mm-hmm. game on my phone, and you know, and we actually scored three goals. I mean, maybe I just need to watch on my yeah. phone more often because, yeah, apparently we score more goals. We scored three goals in a game. I mean, like, what is this? Like, I mean, I don't know. It's amazing. It is, dude. Do we even need to talk about form? I mean, we haven't even had to talk about form in like so long, or like team selection or um, strategy or. Uh, how good the players are like we haven't had a chance to even like give a player of the match for most of this season yeah. because they've been so appallingly bad yeah we did sort of stop that it like when the form started getting really bad we just stopped giving out players of the match there was nobody to give it <laughs> You're to right. there, is, there was nobody <laughs> absolutely nobody to give it to i mean it was what a stupid, stupid, stupid season, and what a stupid time to make a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It has been a depressing, like the the um, our wrap up episode, our state of the season episode is going to be. Jesus Christ! Very depressing. I, five minutes worth of <laughs> you get five minutes to to wrap it up. There's nothing else to say. Like what? What we did? We achieved nothing this season. There's, we achieved a new low. That's what yes, we that that is exactly what we've achieved calling. this year. We've achieved a new low. I mean, like I don't even gosh think, darn it. You know the Bournemouth match. I mean, like it, it's not even. I mean, worth talking about that much. I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, we we won. 
Um, yeah. I would say uh, Batty Shields' goal was fantastic in the match. Yeah. And the fact that yeah. this guy has not been playing more is a travesty. And I don't get it, but whatever. That is one thing we can talk about is Lampard's team selections and it's what he is doing bad. and why he's doing what he's doing. And uh, I, I just don't think there's no rational explanation Mm-mm. for anything that's been happening. Mm-mm. So if somebody like Batty Ashield comes in and does that, mm-hmm. and we're all going, we should have played him, and we've all been saying he should be playing. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't understand why the fans are seeing things that are seem to be very obvious, <laughs> knowing knowing nothing except outside things. Right. Like we're only observing from the outside. Like we're not observing trainings. We're not observing uh, player mentality. We're not observing locker room community. We're not observing these kids on a day-to-day basis. Like, why can we see that mm-hmm. and they can't? Like, what what in the hell is happening? Like, uh, Lampard needs to get out of there. Yeah, it's like like, and he's gonna stay till the end of the effing season. And and I hate to say this, we should have kept Potter in. We should have kept Potter in till the end of the season. Not that he was gonna accomplish anything, but also firing him right before the Champions League was really stupid. Mm-hmm. Todd Bowley came out the other day and was like, yeah, we, we have faith that we'll figure it out. Well, we don't have nope. faith you'll figure it out. I need some. Like, I don't I don't know what you're doing. They don't know what they're doing. That's why they're just, they're blind faith in themselves that they'll figure it out. Like, you have no football acumen to whatever that word is I'm looking for there. Yeah, acumen, whatever it is. You know what I'm trying to say. You know. Yeah, has, I, that's the right word. Yeah, okay. He has none of that. And they're sitting there trying to run a football club, and they have no clue what they're doing. It's just Tweedledee and Tweedledum up there running a club. <laughs> I don't even – I mean, it's – I mean, like, he's like I said, I, I agree. Like, Potter should have been fired in January – after we, mm-hmm. we after what our fiftieth episode, first live our first episode we did in person together, we had that big rant and it was like this yeah. is it, you know, Potter needs to go. Yeah. And it was then when he needed to be fired. And no, we're only two months too late. And then like you said, we fired him before the Champions League, you know. Would that have made a difference? Probably not. But I yeah. I would feel a lot better, honestly. Sounds weird to say this, but I would feel a lot better with Potter in charge in the Champions League than I would Lampard. So I agree. Like here, here's the thing about Chelsea. At least in the last years that we've been in the Champions League, we're up for it. We play. There's always been a belief that we would win, right? Mm-hmm. You fire Potter. Like, granted, team morale is very low when Potter goes, mm-hmm. and we all wanted Potter to go. But here, here's the other. The flip side of the coin is if you fire him right before a Champions League and you bring in a caretaker manager, then what vision is that setting? Like, like I think that does more to hinder morale boosting than it does to, to build up more morale that you've got the coach that wasn't performing well out. Mm-hmm. Because if there's no clear vision until the end of the season – then we're taking all motivating factor. Like, we're taking the last motivating factor away mm-hmm. from from the final thing that we can do in the season. And you took that away because you took the, the, the manager away. Like, wait till after the Champions League at least. Like, fire him at a decent time. Like, you did the same thing with Tuchel. You fired Tuchel at a really stupid time after you made all of these moves in the market that you're still patting yourselves on the back for. Like, it's just dumb. The timing is just stupid. 
And Lampard's not going to motivate the players to do well. He's a caretaker manager that doesn't have a great record. Like, why did we think Lampard was going to win the Champions League? Why would you fire the guy who was doing That's the only good thing he was doing. <laughs> it's true. Like, to, to be fair, to Potter, who I do, who, who, man, I cannot tell you how many times I heard just walking out of the stadium, man, he was a really nice guy, but he just wasn't the uh, the type of coach we needed at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, that was the consensus. I heard so many people say that, just like, in the tube, walking in the stadium, like, all that. You could just hear the crowds mumbling after Potter went. Like, he's a nice guy, just not Chelsea material. Lampard's the same way, like, as a coach. Obviously, Lampard is a legend for this club. I understand why you brought him in to boost morale. It, it was kind of one of the reasons why we hired him in the first place after Sorry, like, and you thought you could do the same thing, but Lampard's just not a good coach. Nope. And and I, I and that doesn't take away from him as a player, and it doesn't take away from his status as like how important he has always been to this club. But uh, I just I do not understand. Tweedledee and Tweedledum <laughs> doing what they're doing. And, and like, it's just really stupid. I don't know why they thought that would work. And it, it did the opposite. I think it I think it made the players go even more within themselves and question a lot of other things. Because if you, if you fire the coach, then I feel like they're blaming themselves. And then if you don't set a clear vision with another coach for them to try to play for, and they're already not playing for the badge. Yeah. <laughs> like... I mean, I'm not saying they don't care about it. I'm just saying their level of play just isn't very up to it. Some players don't. I, I mean, you can safely say some players don't. But I, I, I think there are other players that will always go out there and play. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, anyway, rant over. I just, <laughs> I'm starting to ramble. But I just don't understand the mentality. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, it didn't make any sense when they did it. It doesn't make any sense now. So, it's just, it is what Bowley it is. Bowley and them don't have a Chelsea mentality. No. No, no, no. It's an investment. That's the thing people have to always remember. This is an investment for them. They're trying to make money. It's a business. It is not a... Roman Abramovich was win at all costs. I don't care how much money I spend. These guys are, we'll spend money, but we have to make money, too. So, you know, and Lampard was not the right choice. I mean, he got fired for Everton for a reason. He's not a coach. He's not a manager. He's a Fantastic player, club legend, but not a, not a manager, not. And I mean, yep. the whole reason they brought him in was because fans were so pissed at him, and they're like, "Oh, we'll bring in Lampard, and that'll appease some of the fans." Well, no, it really didn't, because everybody yeah. knows how shit of a manager Lampard is. So I don't know. I just it is what it is at this point with with this club and these team and the management and everything so i mean at this point like look we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet because it's been a little while what, what's your thoughts on uh pochettino are you the anti no i don't want an ex totten manager to come manage my club i.e rory you know or somebody that's <laughs> like i just want a good decent manager to come manage my club you know yeah so like where where's your thoughts and where do you fall on that what side of the fence do you fall on, Jason? Man, first of all, I will say I would love to love Rory. I think he is one of the dumbest, smart football <laughs> minds out there today. And and I wish he wasn't a Chelsea fan. <laughs> like, 
like genuinely, I believe he knows so much more than I ever will mm-hmm. about football. And he's a true fan because he gets to go to the games in person. Um, but God, is he wrong? Yep. Like all the time mm-hmm. he is, uh, that, that video of him talking about how early Holland was just going to be yeah, like a, a, a washout in this league is just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And it's just indicative of his predictions. Yep. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, when Sorry was here and he was just talking about Sorry not being Chelsea material and, and all that stuff. I, I mean, he got us to Europa League, so uh, that's one thing. But um, I, I don't know. I just think that, uh, and we've said it about people as coaches here, but I, I think he just tends to go too far mm-hmm. with things all the time. So that being said, I would love to love Rory, but he is just wrong all the time. Now, I will go into Pochettino. <laughs> So initially when that came out, I was like, hell no. Yeah. And I think the more that it becomes real, the more I'm accepting it. I don't know if that's just like, I'm in love with the idea, Mm -hmm. but I looking at what he did with a Tottenham team that was struggling with a bunch of players that were struggling at the time. And who they brought in in his tenure and who he made them to be. Uh, Son, for instance. Mm -hmm. Like, the potential is there. And the potential is there more so than with somebody like Potter. Mm -hmm. More so than with somebody like Lamps as a manager. Um, I think the potential is there. And so, I'm on board with it. Now, if he gets hired, if if I wasn't on board with it and he got hired, I'd be on board with it anyway. Because... You and I were like anti-Potter, but we were never Potter out. Mm-hmm. We were just like, what, why, what are they seeing in this guy, and why, why did we hire him in the first place? Mm-hmm. But, our, but our thing was, we were officially going to back him all the time, right. and I think that's that would be the line with Pochettino here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm officially going to back Pochettino. Now, I with every single person that's come into this club since Bowley took over. I think the potential is there. It's a matter of time if it if it comes to fruition. And I think a lot of this, because there are reports coming out now saying he's identified a goalkeeper, he's identified a, a midfield player, he's identified a striker as those key areas, as uh, the ones we need to address, which to anybody with eyes that can see is like been that way for a year <laughs> you, or so now. It's been more than that. It, more than that. The fans, once again us as fans have yeah. said that, you know. So, so to hear a manager come in and say that is nice. Mm-hmm. Now, how much does the board get in his way? I don't know. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, I'm pretty pro this decision. I, but I don't know if part of that is I'm actually pro pro this decision or if I just think it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is inevitable. He's going to be our next coach. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I don't think that I'm like against him for um, being a Tottenham manager, mm-hmm. and and here's why: because we've had amazing players come in from other teams that we've loved here. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about a couple of Arsenal people: mm-hmm. uh, Giroud for one, Fabregas, Fabregas, Ashley Cole, uh, Ashley Cole. Like they're they're Arsenal legends in their own right mm-hmm. and they come to us and become Chelsea legends too like so I just don't I don't think I would think that way 
with the manager, but also, man, think about if Pochettino comes in yeah. and wins something yep. with us. That would be how yeah. how much do we get to be assholes about that to our what I feel is my most hated rival personally. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like, how much do we get to just hold that over their heads mm-hmm. that we won with their manager? Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, our board could get in the same way Levy gets in the board way. Um, our board could get in the way the same way Levy gets in the yep. way. So I don't. I, I can see it go either way, but I also think we're going to have to offload this summer. Yes, we are. We, we're we going to have to get rid of some Deadwood, and Pochettino, I think, is arguably a better coach than Potter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, um, and I, like, in terms of world standings, that's a different story. But in terms of who we brought in, at least the mentality of who we're bringing in is a bit better at this point. Yeah, I mean, he got, uh, I mean, his, I just went and looked up his win percentage. And it is not 50%, but it's not in the 30s like Potter's was. So, yeah, there's that. Right, right. Um, but, I mean, he does, he did have a above 50% winning percentage at Tottenham. Didn't in Southampton. Um, but, you know, he was, you know, whatever. Um, I I just don't, like, I don't. The, the issue I have with this is there is nobody better. Like, there's not another world-class yeah. coach that we can... There's better managers. That's not what I'm saying. There's no sure. better manager that we can get to come here. Like, sure. there's not anybody. Like, I don't want Mourinho back. There, I mean, you, I guess you could make a case for Enrique, but he just, like... He never did anything with the Spanish national team. Yeah, he's only done stuff with Messi, Neymar, and Suarez, which I could coach to championships. Um, so <laughs> I just like I'm not I'm not sold on him. Yeah, I think maybe he's about the same as Pochettino. I mean, I wouldn't have been mad, I guess, at either one of them. Probably, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that the Tottenham thing doesn't. I guess it doesn't bother me. That much, and I, I, I take yeah. the sort of the what you said there at the end is sort of the hope that I have that he does win some trophies with us, just so we can throw it back in Tottenham's sure. face for nothing, nothing else. Like, yeah, just for that reason, like just let him come in, win a couple trophies, you know, Premier League title perhaps, and then we get to just throw that back in Tottenham's face. Because I mean, you look at our managers that have won stuff with us and then gone to Tottenham and they've sucked, yeah, and they haven't won trophies yeah. there. So we have that to hold over their heads now. Yes. Um, so I don't know. I I don't think we're not getting anybody else to come into this club that's going to make a difference. Like I think yeah. that he will. And I really wish wish they would hurry up and announce him as our next manager because it's it's inevitable, like you said. Like just announce it already. Um yeah. who knows? And, and He's, I mean, he's got to clear out some dead wood, which I think everybody knows. So, we'll be an entire. We need to do a whole podcast episode on that. Yeah, that that will be an entire episode, probably. We'll just have a yeah. clear out episode where we just tell you who all needs. I mean, we did that last year, and literally, I don't think we were left with a starting eleven after we did that. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was last year. This year's going to be even mm-hmm. worse. <laughs> like, like it's going to be even yeah. worse this year. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody knows we need to, we need a new goalkeeper. We needed a new, uh, we need a new CDM and we need a striker. So those are three things we've needed for years now and management. I mean, I guess technically they tried with Lukaku and yeah, he's just fat now. So, um, well, they tried with Obama Yang too, Daniel. Uh, yeah, that was, that was dumb. He's looking to get out of his contract. Let him. Just let him go. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. This would be like the... Like, just... I don't care. Let him go for free. It doesn't bother me. He doesn't... He doesn't add yeah. anything to the team. He doesn't... At least... I will say this. At least he hasn't been like a cancer in the locker room, or at least that we know of. You know, reports haven't come out. He's yeah. been professional. So, you know, whatever. Just let him get out of here. There's nothing else to do. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I would really, really like to see Mindy get some games here at the end of the season. That's like, like, and that's my thing. Like, we we'll go back to this. So, Pontino, I think our verdict is we're both in favor yeah. of it because what else I'm are we going to do? So, we'll support the manager <laughs> like we always do on this podcast until he goes on a terrible losing streak, um, like Potter, and then we'll rant and rave about it. <clears throat> but, um,. But Lampard and his uh, go back to this because I think that's the biggest thing right now is like the just the lineup choices that he's making makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It's like at this point in the season, okay, it's official now. We won that game. We have nothing left to play for in this year. Right. Literally, just throw out the young players, throw out the academy players. I don't want to see freaking Dave on the pitch anymore. I don't want to see Aubameyang on the pitch anymore. I don't want to see Ziyech on the pitch. Why the hell is Ziyech even sniffing the pitch at this point in the season? Like, I don't want to see these players play anymore. Like, give the youngsters a chance. Let them prove themselves. Play the players that are actually going to be here next year that we know are going to be here. Like, I don't don't want to see Kovacic in the midfield anymore. Like, I just, I, I don't. Like we have a bazillion players. Yeah. Find somebody. <laughs> this is where, this is where not uh, getting Pochettino in here right now is going to be detrimental to next season. Yeah, because he can come in and assess right now. I mean, I'm not saying it's like the worst thing that's ever going to happen if he doesn't come in right now. Yeah, but it's the best time for him to come in if he's going to come in. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd rather him come in now and see the squad as they are now and then be able to go full force into a preseason. Um, and keeping Frank in here, just playing a 4-3-3, like with literally no... Like we thought Potter didn't have any tactics. Like Frank has no tactics. And, and like watching that is just... I've I've had trouble I've had trouble watching the games lately and um and 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 at least we got a win for sure and uh but I I just don't think that the one win where we staved off relegation just does not do it for me this season sorry like yeah. I just expect more and I'm angry about the season as a whole and I I just uh, like I'm not gonna give Frank that much credit for this win he he does the same thing every single freaking game. We can give Batty a show credit, and we can give um, everyone else credit. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not giving Frank credit yeah. for this. Uh, he doesn't deserve it. I agree. He does not deserve credit. He doesn't. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, 
at this point, we're just floating in the breeze, you know, floating around, being just whatever. I don't know at this point what we're doing with this. Well, and the reports are coming out that Frank's going to help out with transition. Like, he doesn't... He doesn't need to help out with transit. Just get him out. Yeah. Like, what is, what is he helping with? I don't know. He's done nothing. He hasn't improved players. He's not playing players that should be played at this point in the season when we have nothing to play for. We uh, we just have, like, two more hamstring injuries. Yep. Like, I think Fafana got a mm-hmm. hamstring injury and somebody else got a hamstring injury. Who was it? I don't know. Why Why are we getting injuries right now? Like, this, I, this is ridiculous. Like, to fire – oh, I'm so mad about the whole medical staff <laughs> issue, too. And, and I think the injuries speak for themselves. The amount of injuries and the type of injuries speak for themselves this season. Mm-hmm. Why, why is Frank in here? Why is Frank in here? Why are we flying one of the guys that we fired from our medical staff back and forth from uh, – where is he at now? I forgot where he's at. Is it Spain or something? I don't know. We're literally flying him back and forth on Sundays as a consultant So because we fired him in the first place. Like, the people running this club are assholes. Mm-hmm. I hope Pochettino comes in and the the board realizes they're idiots and they just kind of let him do what he wants to do and he's able just to get the best out of these players. I think he's the type of coach that can. Is he the type of coach that can win? win? I'm not sure. But I think we're in a situation now where we've got to get the club back up to competing. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we have to be a club that at least has the potential to go to the Champions League. And people believe that they have the potential to go to the Champions League. If Pochettino's here for a couple seasons and we get back up to that level, then maybe we can um, attract the attention of high-level coaches again. Um, if Pochettino gets in and he starts being really successful, I mean, maybe you keep giving him the, the, the spot. But don't give him a five-year contract. <laughs> give him a two-year yes. contract and see what yes. happens. For real. Like, I don't want to see any more of these five-year contracts, you know, for coaches. Um, I just don't want to see it. You know, give them three years max with an option for a fourth. I think it's fair. Um, none of the, none of this freaking five-year contracts where we have to pay a ridiculous amount of money to get out of it if they suck in the first yeah. year. Which Pochettino won't suck in the first year. I don't think, but um, we won't be in this bad of form. So, yeah. um, but I mean, it's like you have people like Chuck. Like, why hasn't Chuck seen the pitch? Right. Like, it's just these these players that need to be on the pitch that aren't. Like, Badia Shield hadn't played until recently. Um, like, and as much as I love Tiago Silva, it's like I just rather start Fafana and Badia Shield and center backs and see what they can do since we're playing mm-hmm. fourth back. Let's see what we have for the future. Let's see for next yeah. year. Um, yeah. Like, Chuck, I don't want to see, you know, I don't know. I mean, we have, where's Fofana? We have freaking Fofana, David Fofana, who played when he yeah. first came in. Granted, he wasn't that good or great, but just give him some games at the end of the year. He can't do any worse than anybody else is doing out there on the pitch. Right. He yeah. finally decided he wanted to play Matty Wicke in these last couple matches, and he's been our best player over these last yep. couple matches. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just don't understand what I don't know. Whatever. That's the, that's the thing that I think about Pochettino too. Is I think that he will bring a level of competence 
that we just at the at the managerial position that we haven't had. And um like Potter, we, we didn't know what tactics he was doing. Yeah. Frank, we don't know what tactics he's doing. Um I think that he will just bring better than they have. Yeah. And and sure. I have a little bit more confidence in him to to bring that. Mm-hmm. And and I I hope that I'm right. But with everything that happens and we bring everybody in We've been playing the hope game, yeah. And hope has now put us in—I don't know—are we in twelfth? Eleven <laughs> now. Eleven. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's still bad. Yeah. But, um, but at least I have a little bit more confidence in him to to get something out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, what, even with this group of players, like, like I just you—we need somebody that can coach them. Mm-hmm. Like on paper, we we are stacked. Yep. Now, watching them this season and comparing that to what's on paper, I, I think we're all, like, going, what the hell? Yeah, but, <laughs> for sure. Um, but, like, if we were just to look at these players on paper, I think everybody goes, why aren't they doing better? Like, that that's that's the prevailing thought here. Like, why are these players not doing better? And hopefully somebody like Poch can, can get the best out of them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I'm hoping. that That's what he is kind of known for. And he's not like some wonderkin that like came up through the ninth league of Swedish football. <laughs> yep. Like like that we're pinning all of our hopes on. Like we're pinning our hopes on like a manager who has gotten to very high levels at the Premier League. Like he hasn't reached the top yet. Mm-hmm. But he's gotten to a final of a Champions League. He's been in title races. Uh yes, it's with the rival. I don't I don't give a damn about that. Like like he's gotten, he's gotten to some good places. Like I'm, I'm, I have more confidence that he is a better tactician, and and can actually manage in the Premier League at this level with egos mm-hmm. and and with players that are dedicated to their club. And and I think that I think that we have a great group of guys on paper. Yeah, we did. They just haven't lived up to it. And can we? Is the manager the piece that gets them in there? I don't know. I mean, Tuchel had a little bit of it. You know, he found the best in a lot of these players, you know. And, yeah, he did. You know, maybe he started losing the dressing room at the end of the thing, but I think that was more to do with his tiff with upper management more so than the players. Um, yeah. So, we'll never know what would have happened if he would have stayed, you know, as far as this. Yeah. You know, I, I would no doubt we would not have been in the relegation battle that we were in, you know. You know, I don't think we would have won the league either. Not that, you know, naive to think, you know, that we would have done that well. But, you know, I don't think we would have, right, you know, right. probably sitting sixth, seventh, battering for that. I think we would have been competitive this yeah. season still. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing. You have to, like, even though our, like, team is so, like, on paper, it's like you said, like, we still, I mean, we've only conceded, what have we conceded now? 30-something. 30 39, I think, now. Yeah. Oh, man. Which is still, yeah. like... Second? Third. In the league? Third best in third. the league. Uh, Arsenal. We're tied with Arsenal. For uh, Man City's given up... Newcastle's first with 29, and then Man City's given up 31. And Arsenal's yeah. given up 39. So we're tied for third with Arsenal, giving up the least amount of goals in the league. But we've only freaking scored 34. Four bloody goals. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
what the hell, man? Like, you, you're not going to win a league like that. You're not going to compete like that. Like, mm-hmm. And when you look at Newcastle, defense can win you games, but you still have to score goals. I mean, they've scored 61, you know, and they've only given up 29. Yeah. And they're sitting in freaking fourth place right now. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's the most mind-boggling thing that we literally cannot just put the ball in the back of the net. Like, literally just can't. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand. And maybe, hopefully, Pochettino will bring that when he comes. But, guys, this is the ball. It goes in the back of that big, giant thing down there. So, just put it in there. Um, I mean, there is that outside shot, you know, which I don't think it'll happen. Maybe he can convince Harry Kane to come here. That would be nice. <laughs> How would you feel about that? I would love it because at least I know Harry Kane scores goals. That's all. That's all I care about. I don't care. Like, look, if you come here, you you don't have to, if you score against Tottenham and you don't want to celebrate, I'm fine with that. You know, do you want to show respect to them? Sure, but as long as you're scoring 15 goals a year for me, we're good, Kane. Yeah. We're good because I don't have that right now on my team, and I want it bad. Yeah. yeah. I um. Yeah, I I would not mind in the least bit if Harry Kane came here. I uh, I've always been like a hater of the club versus like any individual player. I mean, there's and we've talked about this on this mm-hmm. podcast before. Like, players have to make decisions that are best for them and best yeah. for their career. I mean, they this is literally their job. Like, if if they need to go to another workplace to to be able to perform at their job the way that they want to and expect of themselves, and if that motivates them to do better then I, I have no problem, like, taking anybody from another club here. I know, I know that there's, like, a whole stigma against yeah. selling from one Premier League rival to another, and we do it sometimes, and other clubs do it to us sometimes, and, like, that that just is what it is. I mean, like, Torres is a Liverpool legend, and he came here and, like, totally whiffed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, he, he whiffed for the most part. Like, he was okay in other areas. Yeah. And uh, in the Champions League that year that we won, especially, uh, he was amazing. So, um but like, and I and we all joked at the time that he was worth the price. Yeah. <laughs> at that time, um, well, really Havertz. So he was worth the price because he scored the Champions League all far. Yeah, too. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I hate how much hope we pinned on him this yep. season, but I mean, he got us a Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully Real Madrid can uh, see the uh, away leg uh, out and keep Man City from winning it. Oh, uh, I hope so year. too. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I I have no problem with that. I I don't care. Like, uh, I I will root for him. I I love Olivier Giroud. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He only played with us for a few seasons. Right, so, I'm the um, same way. I love Giroud, and like I don't have, like I never harbored any ill will toward Czech when he went to Arsenal. Like I was yeah. never like, oh mm-hmm. man, how could you do that, Czech? I hate you. No, it was like I. He's a club legend. He won us a champ. He won us our first Champions League. You know, between yeah. the post, and I never. It was a strictly a business decision because right. we were pushing him out because we wanted the snake to come in and play and mm-hmm. Arsenal won him, so we sold him and made a profit. Yeah. So why would you not do that? I mean, I don't have I'm with you. I I mean I get it, I guess, if like those are your boyhood that's your boyhood club or your sure. childhood club, I guess I can see it a little more so, especially if somebody came up through your academy. But if you just bought a player, right. like most all these players we're talking about, we just they've just been bought. Like they haven't been, mm-hmm. like they're not academy boys. Academy boys are a little different. 
Um, but we talked about it a couple weeks ago on the, with Mason Mount. It's like, for him now, it's a business decision. If Chelsea doesn't right. give him what he wants, then he goes to Liverpool. I'm not going to hate Mason Mount for that. Um, yeah. You know, whatever. So, I mean, it. I'm, I'm with you. I don't really have that whole... I don't like this person because they play... like. Fabregas and Giroud were both freaking amazing for us. And they came yeah. from, and so it was Ashley yeah. Cole, you know, three Chelsea, you know, legends, legends that have came yeah. from, yeah, use it loosely with Giroud and Fabregas, Ashley Cole for yeah. sure. I just don't know if they played long enough for us, for me to consider them a legend, but, right. But I mean, they added to them. I mean, they were great players for us. And mm-hmm. I loved both of them when they were here. And I was like, I'm not cheering for you. You know, you play for Arsenal or whatever, you know, just fun to yeah. rub it in Arsenal's face when they did something for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as they put on that blue shirt, man, I don't care. Um, yeah. Like, they're our player at that point, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. They are our player at that point, Tom. And it's, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, and. Sorry. Well, no, I was going to say, we'll see if Pochettino can bring Harry Kane this summer. I don't think they will because I don't think Tottenham will sell to us because they're assholes. No. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Plus, he's going to be way overpriced for his age. True. Yeah. I would agree with that. And Especially with the Premier League tax that they're going to put on mm-hmm. him. And the rival tax. On top of the Premier League tax. And the tax. rival tax, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just don't... I mean, you know, there's reports now that we're going to... You know, Pochettino is going to have a discussion with Lukaku. Yeah. I mean, I... I've yet to address this Lukaku situation. I'm just waiting for us to do the stay or leave podcast, you know, but I don't really, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, Yeah. as much as I hate him for being a fat ass and costing us a hundred million pounds or euros, whatever it was. And at the same time, it's like, okay, I got to think financial fair play from a business standpoint. It makes a lot of sense if we keep him and he actually scores goals for us. Yeah. Now, will he do that? I don't know. It doesn't seem like he wants to be here. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I like, this is like random segment uh, for me, I guess. But uh, I did read something cool about Sterling the other day. And I just wanted to address it on the podcast because I feel like I've been very harsh on him uh, this season. But he, um, and, and I don't think that that is misguided no he uh, deserves harshness towards him he deserves it he has not been a great football player uh for us i i that doesn't mean he hasn't been a good football player all around for other teams right but but he hasn't been a good player for us maybe that's another testament to how poor our management has been um and how much they're able to get out of the players if pep can get something out like that out of sterling and Klopp can get something like that out of sterling then um then we just haven't had the managers that can do it. But something cool about Sterling was um, I read that he was helping 14 kids uh, go to college. I think Keene's College in London. So he's paying for them to go to college. So anyway, I just kind of wanted to give a praise for Sterling because he doesn't get it very much on this podcast for football acumen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I just kind of wanted to praise him for that because, I mean, I think that's cool. And I think, like, players all over the Premier League are really giving – um, and, uh, and so I think it's good to kind of recognize that. So it's nice to have somebody like that on our team that is willing to, to at least, uh, do, um, something like that for, uh, underprivileged, uh, students. So I think that's pretty awesome. Sure. I'll say something positive about Sterling too. 
he has the best ass on the team. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> so, you know, if we're talking Hey, we do appreciate ass game on we this, do. On this we podcast. We do. We do appreciate ass game. Um, so, in non-football related, Sterling, good guy, great ass. Football related, Sterling, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, please do better, yeah. my God. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Um, yeah. Jesus. That's okay. Kudos to Sterling for um, that. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's this season. I mean, that's the thing is like, we're, we don't have really anything to talk about because we have nothing to play for. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's, I don't, I don't want, you got anything else you want to add Jason to the podcast tonight? I'm sure. Yeah. Apparently our women's team, yep. uh, put a shellacking over Leicester, uh, to go second in the super league. Yeah. The women's, women's super league. Yeah, something like yeah. that. And they have two yeah. games in hand as well. So, Ooh, yeah, they are. Well, there we go. Yeah, they are. Good job, um, Chelsea women. Yeah, so they are. As long as they win, they will win the the league again. Yeah, um, they just. I, I'm so sick of them not doing well in the Champions League. Like it just bothers me. Like I really I want them to do well in the Champions League, but they just get shellacked every. I know. They didn't get. We didn't get shellacked this year, thankfully. Um, but we mm-hmm. did lose, so it just. It annoys me. It's like, I just want him to do good yeah. in the Champions League. Like, yeah. I just want him to win that trophy. Because Emma Hayes yeah. is a fantastic coach. She's won everything else there is to win except for the Champions League now. Yeah, I know. Oh, man, I know. But our, our women's team is pretty great, and I, mm-hmm. I do love keeping up with them. And uh, I don't think we give enough shout-outs. We so don't. maybe next season on the podcast, we should, like, at least dedicate some time each episode yeah. to them. We'll have to be a lot better with our time management if we do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully next season we'll we'll be actually decent. Yeah. And not every single episode will require a rant. That's true. Of what the hell was anybody thinking? Yep. Sort of stuff. That's true. That's true. We can just praise players for doing well. Yeah. In school I, w- goals. I would love to be able to praise our team, like I like in the way that we should have and can praise our women's team. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to be able to praise the men's team like that. Yep. And we're going to have to find outside things like what Sterling is doing and giving with his time off the field, unfortunately. Um, I'd love to praise Sterling on the field. He just has not earned it this season. Nope. Um, yeah, maybe next season. Who knows? If he if he doesn't get offloaded. I don't know who's getting offloaded. It seems like everybody's up for the chopping yep. block. Except um, for, I think, so, you, I think um, you can say Enzo, Matty Everybody with an eight-year contract yeah. <laughs> is not going to be offloaded. Mudrick and Batty Shields are probably the only four that – don't deserve to yeah. be on the chopping block. And Mudrick's even more of a question mark because he's like, he really hasn't done a lot, but there's that potential right. there. And that's one thing, like, because Pochettino sort of unlocked that with Son, so hopefully he can sort of unlock yes. that with Mudrick because he has, like, so much raw talent, like, that every, people yes. just don't have. Like, you're just, it's genetic. And hopefully he can just unlock that last little thing with him and put him in positions to score. Cause I mean, he's, he's had chances to score this year and it's been bad. <laughs> it's finishing this, <laughs> but I mean, he plays for Chelsea. So, you know, just how it is this season. Hopefully it ends on the last game of the season and we can yep. like, go forward and like make it good. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully so. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Um, Oh, well, wait, um, are we uh, gonna beat Nottingham Forest this uh, weekend, Jason? I this is the last uh, chance yes. to predict a win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, so yes, uh, two nothing. Okay, two, two. I'm going two one. I don't really have 
faith that we're going to be able to, I don't know, Batty Shields will be in. Uh, no, Lampard always concedes goals. However, we have the third rest. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He, but we have the third best defensive record in the league. We do. We do have the third best so, defensive record. Well, what is, uh, let's but see. you're right. Lamps, Lamps cannot keep a clean no. sheet. No, not in him force. And neither can Keppa. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's true. Uh, apparently, Nottingham Forest has scored just as many goals as we have this year, 34. Okay, yeah. There, I mean, I, it could go either way. It could go either way. It could. It definitely could. Um. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm with you. I think we pull out the victory over Nottingham Forest this weekend. So, hopefully, we can do that, even though it's nothing really to play for anymore. So, Frank... This is our podcast, pleading to you. Just play the youngsters, play the people that are going to be here next year. So, just do that, please. Yeah. Um, Sorry, we were mean to you, but please do what we want yes, you to do. Yes, yes, yes. We love you as a player, just not as a manager. Yes, I will. I will love you forever. Yes. Um. All right. Uh, tell these people where they can find us, Jason. Hey, we're on Twitter at the Ball and Foot. Find us there. Yep. Um. And iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen mm-hmm. to your podcasts at these days, uh, listen to us there. And until next time, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Enjoy the last win of the season, flippity floppity. Yeah.